Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 104. Today we're going to talk about two mistakes that you make that are holding you back. This has been coming up a lot in conversations I've been having recently and in my coaching practice, so I wanted to discuss it here to help you with this because you may very well be struggling with this as well. Whenever something happens in our life, our brain tries to fill in the blanks. It tries to answer the questions. Questions like, why did they do that to me? Why aren't they talking to me anymore? Why would they say that about me? Why would they lie about me? Why would they lie to me? We could go on and on with these, right? When we don't have the answer, our brain starts playing the what-if game. It fills in the blanks. And let's be honest, more often than not, the best guess your brain can come up with doesn't look that great for you, right? It's a bad thing. They did that mean thing to you because they don't like you. They said that mean thing to you because it's true. They told that lie about you because they don't think it's a lie. You did something or you said something that made them believe that about you. They don't want to be your friend. And again, we could go on and on, right? But this is what the brain does. And what ends up happening is you respond accordingly. Maybe that means you send an angry text or a text trying to justify yourself. Maybe it means you confront them. Maybe it means that you two never speak again and you continue on being really hurt. Maybe it becomes the only thing you can talk about with your common friend group because you've just become obsessed with the not knowing part of this. Maybe you start to play it over and over again in your head or put yourself down based on what you think might be true about why whatever happened, happened. It becomes a literal disease in your life. Now, what happens if there's multiple situations like this that have happened for you? I know that's certainly been the case for me. Chances are you fall into that category too, right? You've had multiple experiences throughout your life that hurt you and leave you wondering. Now, I just want to put a little disclaimer here. If a lot of these things are happening all at the same time, it might be really important to look at how you are coming across and how you're contributing to this. However, if this is something that has been transpiring over the course of your lifetime, that's just life. Okay, I just wanted to make a distinction between those two. Because so often there are things we can do to fix how people are interacting with us and how we interact with others. So let's get to what we're really here to talk about today, and that's what two mistakes are you making in these situations? The first mistake is thinking that this other person knows more than you know. The second mistake is thinking that whatever is going on is about you. Those are the two mistakes. We're going to break them down. So the first mistake, you think that they know more than you know. On the surface, you probably want to say that's not true. You probably want to argue with me a little bit, and tell me how you definitely don't think they know more than you know. And that's not how I mean this. What I mean is, if they're saying something rude to you or hurtful to you, and you worry that it might be true, if you're 
starting to think it about yourself, if you're wasting energy on it, some part of you must think they know what they're talking about. Consider this. You go to a trusted doctor and you tell them all the different symptoms you're experiencing, and that doctor uses their years of schooling and practicing to diagnose you and come up with a solution. You're most likely going to trust that. If you're walking down the street and somebody yells at you, hey, you look like you have blah, blah, blah. Are you going to carry that quote unquote diagnosis with the same weight that you carry the diagnosis from the doctor? Or are you going to question it? They don't know you. They don't know your symptoms. They haven't done a physical examination. As far as you know, they aren't a doctor. You'd be more likely to think they're probably crazy than you would be to think, oh my gosh, that's probably my real diagnosis. And yet, when somebody wants to throw an insult at you or say something mean about you, if you're giving it any time, any energy, if you're worrying that it might be true at all, the premise of that worry is that you think they might know what they're talking about. And if you think they might know what they're talking about, then the assumption that has to go along with that is they know more than you about what they're talking about. They have a better handle on whether or not you really are stupid or ugly or undateable or whatever the insult is. So don't make the mistake of thinking they're somehow smarter than you, more educated than you, wiser than you, have some kind of insight you don't have, know you better. None of these things are true. So don't give them that kind of weight or power in your mind. Again, this isn't a forefront thought in your mind. Oh, they obviously know more than me. That's not happening for the vast majority of us. However, the thought processes that we are aware of are only happening because that first one happened somewhere in your mind, okay? One of my favorite ways to address this mistake is to consider what you actually know to be true. This could be a truth about you, the situation, or the other person involved. Considering what you know to be true also puts you back on a more even playing field with the information you're receiving from them. And the truth of what you actually know to be true helps put parameters around how far your brain is going to stray when trying to fill in the blanks of what might be going on in the situation. So for example, if they say you're undateable, nobody wants to date you, what you may know to be true is that people have dated you in the past or people have shown interest in dating you in the past. And that's what you know to be true. And therefore what they are saying can't possibly be true. If they say, wow, you're applying for that job, as if they think that you couldn't possibly get it, what you may know to be true is you have a lot of skills and you're really willing to learn more. And the interview process is going to determine whether or not they think you're capable of doing the job. So you don't have to hold back during the application process. And then that can help rein in the fears that start coming in when somebody makes a comment like that to you. Second mistake. We think it's about us. Oh, this one is huge. This one is so big. In our world, we're the center of it, right? So anything that happens to us, we make the assumption it's for us, because of us, about us. And the reality is that's simply not true. Because we are not actually the center of the world, we're just the center of our own story. More often than not, what is actually going on 
is they're not thinking about you at all, literally at all. Whatever you're experiencing is a side effect or a ripple effect of whatever it is they're actually thinking about. So in your head, you're thinking, oh my gosh, they didn't even acknowledge me when we walked past each other in the grocery store. I thought we were friends. Or you're wondering why they didn't call you to see if you were feeling any better after you told them that you were sick or your dog died. You're wondering why when you asked them if they wanted to go out for lunch and they said, yeah, but then they never scheduled lunch and you're letting it be all about you. Maybe they don't care about you. Maybe they don't like you like that. Maybe they were just pretending to be your friend. We could go on and on, right? But what's the reality? The reality is they got overwhelmed with the amount of laundry they had to do in their house and completely forgot that they said they would call you back. The reality is they just found out that their sister got diagnosed with cancer and that's all they can process right now and they completely forgot that you had a head cold. What you don't know is their teenager just completely went off on them and they found out that their child is failing high school and they're making appointments with the school counselor and trying to find a therapist for their child and trying to connect with their child. And right now there isn't room in their world for you. Even if they love you, even if ultimately they do care about you, even if they want to be there for you, And this is part of why this mistake in particular is such a huge mistake. Because what happens is people pull back or they retaliate or they make accusations or lash out because they're feeling hurt, because they think it's all about them. And I want you to hear me really clearly when I tell you it's not about you. More often than not, it's not about you. Is it sometimes about us? Sure, sometimes. And then that's a beautiful opportunity to work on you. But most of these things that you're making mean something about you, what somebody else is saying, what somebody else is doing, what they're not doing, has nothing to do with you. So let's talk about what to do instead. First, acknowledge the feelings that you're having because it makes it really hard to move forward if you haven't done that yet. Acknowledge that it feels personal or intentional. Acknowledge that you're worried it has something to do with you. That's fine to feel it and acknowledge it. Just don't get stuck there assuming that's the truth of your reality. Next, get curious. Because more often than not, you're going to find out that this other person is going through something difficult or overwhelming. Now, I want to be clear here. It might not feel overwhelming to you, but it does feel overwhelming to them. Okay? So get curious about what is going on with the person you care about because maybe they need you. Maybe they could really use a friend. And maybe you need one too. And maybe they're going to be able to do that for you once you check in on them. So you reach out, you call, you send a text. Hey, just checking in on you. I thought we were making plans for lunch. Just want to make sure everything was okay. Hey, I'm worried about you. I thought you were going to come over today. Just want to make sure you didn't need anything. Most of the time, you're either going to get gratitude. Thank you for thinking about them. Thank you for checking in on them. They are struggling. They do need a friend. Or you're going to get a a sincere apology. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot. I got so overwhelmed. I'm so sorry. Because guess what? They didn't want to hurt you. It was not intentional and it didn't have anything to do with you. Maybe they won't respond. Maybe they will never talk to you again. Maybe you will never find out what happened. There is still a very good possibility it doesn't have anything to do with you. I once had a woman stop speaking to me. 
We weren't super close, but we were on the way there. And I knew she was kind of struggling in her marriage, but I didn't have all the details. And then one day, nothing. She never responded to me again. Not a text, not a phone call, nothing. About two years later, I found out that she found out her husband was cheating on her and they went through a really ugly divorce and she had completely shut down and stopped talking to everyone. Notice, it wasn't about me. Now imagine wasting energy and time and anger on somebody who's hurting that bad. Somebody who's just needing grace and patience and support. And instead of being there for them, you're just being angry and making it all about you. I sincerely don't believe anybody is setting out to be that quote-unquote self-centered. Just like with the first mistake, a lot of this happens very unconsciously. Somewhere in the back recesses of your mind, the rule is it's about you. And then all of the thoughts you are aware of are based off of that first thought having happened. What I want you to be aware of today is that these two mistakes are probably taking place inside of your head somewhere. And all the thoughts and actions that are coming afterwards are because of this. And you can stop this process. Because as unhealthy as this is for your relationships, it's also really unhealthy for your self-esteem. Because unhealthy self-esteem is dependent on what other people are thinking about you and how other people are treating you. Healthy self-esteem comes from inside. Unhealthy self-esteem comes from outside. And the unhealthy self-esteem is fed by what we perceive other people are thinking and feeling about us. And if you're making these two mistakes, then you're thinking a lot of the negative things happening around you and a lot of the negative things that you feel you're experiencing are about you. And if they're about you, there must be a lot of things wrong with you. And if you believe there are a lot of things wrong with you, that's going to wreak havoc on your self-esteem. Your challenge this week is to start noticing when your brain is subconsciously jumping to these two conclusions, that the other person must know more than you know, and that whatever is happening is about you. Start noticing. Notice the dialogue that comes after this, which might be what you notice first, and that's fine. Then recognize why it's happening. Catch that dialogue and shut it down. Now, if somebody who loves you and knows you, and genuinely wants the best for you, is saying something that hurts you, it might be worth looking at. All this other junk, they don't know more than you. They don't know more about you than you know. They're not automatically right. Stop giving them that kind of power. What they believe to be true about you is not more powerful than what you believe to be true about you. It only has more power if you give it to them. Same for the second rule. If people that are close to you and you genuinely care about and are healthy people to have in your circle all start distancing themselves from you, it's time to take a look at you. Otherwise, recognize it probably doesn't have anything to do with you. It has to do with whatever they're dealing with in their own life. I actually want to share real quick that I had this happen between myself and another healthy person, but it looked differently because we were both coming from healthier places. I noticed she was being a bit cold towards me at the last event we were both at, and I couldn't understand it. And I texted her once or twice, and I was kind of getting some cold texts back, and I wasn't sure what had happened, but I thought maybe she's going through something. But then she responded to me with a text that said, I just needed to let you know you actually really hurt me. We were supposed to have plans, and you kind of never followed through with me. 
I completely forgot that we had been in the middle of making plans. Something in my life went horrifically wrong and everything outside of my immediate family completely stopped, including plans with this woman that I really care about. Because my focus was on me and my life, making plans with her completely out of my mind. All I was aware of was that she was suddenly giving me the cold shoulder for, right, quote unquote, no reason. But because she's healthy and I'm healthy, we're both reaching out to each other trying to figure out what's going on. And she's healthy enough to let me know, hey, we are making these plans and you bailed on me and that hurt me. And so I started giving you the cold shoulder and I was able to tell her, hey, my life kind of imploded, wasn't ready to tell anybody about it yet took my mind off of all of the external stuff. I was able to apologize and thank her for coming and talking to me. And now we're good. But do you see how that worked? All she knew was I flaked on making plans. All I knew was I'm suddenly getting the cold shoulder. We both could have been really hurt and taken it very personally, or we could have had a conversation. So that is your goal. Recognize when this is happening and start having these conversations so that you can heal these situations and figure out what's really going on and be there for the people in your life instead of taking it personally and allowing it to hurt your self-esteem and hurt your relationships. Thank you for being here this week. I really enjoy our time together. I hope you do too. And I will see you next week. Bye.